Welcome to another edition of the 805 Uncensored Podcast, a podcast about leftist politics, music, history, spirituality, and more. I'm your host, Jordan. If this is your first time tuning into the show, thank you and welcome. This is episode number 65. What's up, man? Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, what's up, brother? Uh, Jay Legacy here. So before we dive into the main discussion, would you mind giving my listeners a brief introduction of yourself? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a dad, husband and uh entrepreneur of sorts uh i promote music uh, especially the indie vibe uh I, I came up pretty rough and tough so my music is is um it's all about life and uh i just like to try and make sure i i get the team building you know what i mean like that's really that's me in a nutshell <laughs> for sure so when did you really realize that you wanted to become a musician then Woo! all right so <laughs> let's start in like middle school right i'm over here i'm gonna be a singer and then this person uh um an adult goes you can't sing and i'm like huh yeah i can and she's all sing then and my dreams are crushed and then we pass we fast forward and uh i got three kids and that's when i realized I can't let my dreams be crushed. So three years ago, I um, decided to pick up music for real. As an adult with kids, that changes the game entirely because it's a business and you see it as the business. You know what I mean? Uh, So it takes that insecurity, that fear away and uh, it replaces it with drive motivation. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll definitely get to the capitalist element to the music industry later on <laughs> in the conversation because I'm I'm really interested to hear your takes on that. Oh yes. <laughs> so what what role did music play in the early years of your life? Doing a lot, bro. Like, not even kidding. So the way I grew up, bro, uh, literally, I would wake up thinking, "Will I survive the rest of this day?" Um, my my mom uh is a or was a drug addict a gang affiliate my stepdad i didn't grow up with my biological dad didn't even know him uh from like the first 20 years of my life my stepdad uh legit paranoid schizophrenic um i had bipolar siblings uh, a lot of mental disability in my home um a lot of physical abuse mental abuse emotional abuse um broken bones even like we was put through drywall. We was kicked down flights of steps. We was knives and forks were thrown at our backs. Uh, my mom hit me with a steel bat across the head. So yeah, music was uh, uh, a very big factor with my my development and even continuous progression because uh, I've even had to fight suicidal thoughts and stuff. You know, um, I've stopped my brother from that. Uh, so. Um, yeah, bro. Uh, Lincoln Park, Green Day, Eminem, um, all kinds, bro. I even got into the R and B stuff because, I mean, bro, you grew up in the '90s, you probably got some some R and B hits. <laughs> right, right. So, really, you use music as a form of just healing through all of your traumatic experiences. <clears throat> yep, definitely, definitely. That's why I'm not against like. If someone needs to throw on a damn grunge, like heavy metal, like and rock out some of that that anger, then do it, bro. 
growl, bro. Do your thing. Because I've listened to that stuff, too. Like, I've had moments in every genre you can imagine, even bluegrass, if you even know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, I grew up in Texas, too. So, um, right. it's different because we're the country. We're in the South. But we got we got Black neighborhoods, too, which is what I grew up in. Uh, I identify myself as African-American. And um, so, yeah, bro, we got it all, man. How would you describe the music that you create yourself? Um, um, life really, uh, it's it is uh hip hop, um, for sure. But with that said, I've gotten like I've been working on some new tracks that kind of got a more reggae vibe to it. Uh, I do sing and I rap. Um, so it's all about um uh, positive vibes, vibes and messages. But with that said. That doesn't necessarily mean every song I do starts um, positive or is specific. It's all about, you know, trying to fight through those those times. Uh, connecting back to how you're using music to heal through your trauma is you're passing that message on to your listeners. Yeah. Using music as a source of positivity in people's lives. I, I really like that. And even um, to help understand what you're going through yourself because sometimes bro i would come across a song that would help me be like oh i'm not actually sad i'm just frustrated as hell <laughs> like, <laughs> right you know would you say that it's important to study music history and learn from artists of past generations to help like grow yourself as a musician um I would say anyone in any profession better learn something before they uh the people who came and, before you, right? Yeah. <laughs> like um there is something to be said about that. Like like imagine if you try to build a bridge by yourself without any know-how or anything versus the guy who's like a couple yards down and he has like three people who's already built built bridges going hey actually to save time money and space you want to do this here <laughs> you know what i mean like so with music um there is a cadence right there is a flow um there there are things that you do need to learn if you're trying to actually um make sure the music is um, reachable in the sense of the listeners being able to listen through the whole track, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Now there is those unique one, you know, unique artists and stuff, but even they have a, have, have a, a methodology, so to speak. Right. And the only way you're going to get that is if you listen to those, all those artists before you, whether they're indie or uh, mainstream. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the artists that have been influential to yourself? Oh, man, so many. Um, you just give me a few. <laughs> dude, it's funny. Honestly, it's people that I didn't even know um, that I knew because growing up the way I grew up, I didn't know names of artists like Bone Thugs and Harmony, right? Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that I knew any of their songs when people first started telling me because I am not. I'm I'm picking up on pop culture for these past three years that I've been pursuing music. I've been picking up on pop culture. So right. um, 
So like some people say some of my stuff sounds like, you know, them. So they obviously have had something to do with it. Right. Um, and then there's uh, like Bob Marley and um, um, Keith Urban. These are out of genre, um, according to like what I'm basically like my main niches. These are a bit out of a genre, but you could over time, the more you listen to my music, you can hear how they affect my sound. Um, and that that comes from, you know, that 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 eclectic, that diverse um, uh, way I I went about picking the songs I chose to listen to as I grew up. You know, mm -hmm. Good Charlotte is yeah, Good Charlotte. Yeah. Big fan yeah. of Good Charlotte. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah. <laughs> so and they're all about like, like speaking like some good stuff, man. Like, so yeah. For me, for me, my favorite part of music is the lyrics. So, yes, I, yep, I relate to that a lot. Yep, thanks, bro. <laughs> How did you learn to sing and write music? Um, so I've always been a poet. Uh huh. Uh, so I've always written poetry. I've always been good with writing. Period. Um, I've written stories, essays, dude. I've even written an essay about why I didn't read the book that I was supposed to write the essay about. And I got <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, writing has been, uh, I think, something that has always been um, in me um, because I've always loved reading too. Escaping my imagination has always been big. And uh, I've, come to learn language helps me uh, with music expand uh, so much more, you know? So um, since I was already a poet and rap, right? Rap, it has a lot of uh, consistencies that are uh, equally transitioned back and forth with spoken word, right? So, I, that's how I started. I didn't even started singing first, even though I knew I could sing because people could tell me I could sing. My mom would talk about it. Like, you you have me and my brother sing Amazing Grace, we're going to get you crying in tears. But ever since that situation in middle school, I was afraid to sing in public. But when I decided to pursue music, I was like, well, rapping's easy. I do poetry already. Let me just start there. And um as I did that, the, some of the producers I've come across, some of the engineers, um, some other artists, they've just, they would encourage me to tap into that singing. And I'm still, I mean, this is a journey that's going to be lifelong, right? Like, I'm never going to uh, meet the, the best of the best, like the best, whatever the best is of me, it'll be established when I die, because I'm going to always be growing. You know, so um, I'm always learning, even now, um, my own sound, how to uh, or what it is that I may still need to work on, tweak or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, bro, it's just still a consistent learning process, the singing part. Uh, I like that a lot. How do you balance, you, you mentioned previously that you have kids, how do you balance creating music and your other obligations like your family and work, etc.? Bro, this is the dopest part, okay? This is so dope. My wife 
is not only supportive, but she's detrimental to my success in this whole damn thing. <laughs> she is with me like the whole ride through, like side by side. She's mm -hmm. helped me plan these shows. She's helped me keep them together, keep the artists uh, updated. She helps me with the flyers. She she helps me with ideas. She's she's a boss. She's dope. Like she even makes sure I don't double book myself or put too much on my own plate or if it's like she knows that um we got to start telling people no she makes sure no one can hear me no more because i'll tell people yes <laughs> so um my family is very involved my kid my son's actually on one of my songs um oh that i also uh, released yeah bro so and my 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 girls they love they know my dude my my youngest one she literally when she was born i started music at the same time so she's like lyric for lyric knows my song she will dance and sing and party so the sun comes up and then back down and then back up again all of my music so uh, they're very very um intertwined with my Oh, they're even in my music videos. Take a second. Might you see my kids in that too? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Man, I and love my that. Wife. Your family is very heavily involved in your music. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes she has to tell me no, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good thing. So, what song of yours are you most proud of, and why? Ooh, man, that's a good question, dude. Um. I definitely love Take a Second. I'm pretty sure you probably could get a hint of that before we started. Yo, um, I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll that link was... that for the listeners, too, so they can oh, give, it, yeah. give it a listen. Hell yeah, thanks. Um, some people have told me uh, One Hope and Catalyst are uh, songs that they really appreciate and they really love. Um, and those two are very... Uh, they're more like internal type of tracks. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna hear those and it's gonna get you thinking and focused and like, okay, I overcame this. Let's go, let's let's get going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I vibe with those two for sure. But it's hard, bro. It's hard because um the honestly, I chose songs that uh are my first songs and the more and more I'm talking, I'm thinking of these newer projects I'm working on that, like, bro, it's, there's been some tracks that got me in tears after I recorded it, bro. <laughs> like, So. I, I can imagine, <laughs> based on your background that you were talking about, and I can imagine some of your writings. Yeah, bro, thanks. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, all, <laughs> yeah. it's all pretty heavy stuff, but it's, it's beautiful. Everything that you're yeah, putting thanks. together. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit, but in your view, yeah, do psychedelics and cannabis enhance the emotional response to music? Uh, I'll say they can. I'll say they can. Definitely can. Case now, by case. The reason why I, huh? Case by case, like person to person. Yeah. And also where you're at when you. Uh, Psychologically. When yeah. You, yeah exactly when you decide to jump into it because um like i said i am a believer i am a christian um mm -hmm. but i'm also honest and candid right um i do 
um, smoked herb and uh, mushrooms are actually very good for you. Um, with your uh, like your brain, uh, like your the way your brain operates and stuff, and how they connect from uh, one one thing to another, uh, it's actually shown how mushrooms can help rebuild new ways to uh, get your brain back on the working order it should be on. If you've done or been in um, some pretty gnarly situations where you you get damaged, you know. Um, yeah, I've read those so, studies. Yeah, bro. So I believe music, I've already always believed music is very healing within itself. Um, it's even in the Bible, right? Um, that's how um, they even toppled a whole, uh, a whole city. You know, the Jericho uh, walls came down, right? And so if you apply both of those, um, and I would say a healthy way, um, and your goal is to grow from it, then by, by me, I mean, like definitely, yeah, for sure. It'll, it'll help you break open some things. It'll help you actually figure out why and what and how to overcome, you know what I mean? Yeah, well said. I think that's a really uh, nuanced view on it. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> How do you think social media has impacted the music industry? Bro, it gave me a chance. <laughs> um, dude, it's it's a it's a double-edged sword, to be honest. Yeah, um, that's a good take. Yeah. Uh it makes it easier for everybody to get on the platform, right? Because uh access um is it's it there has become no barriers to entry as far as access goes uh if you have the capabilities and the the drive you can get it done now the flip side to that is there's no barriers of entry to who has access <laughs> so it's like it don't matter all heard the horror stories about the soundcloud right <laughs> <laughs> like dude it, like, I, I know yeah. like there's a work ethic right and so some of the not best people can get successful because of that work ethic but yeah. they still have passable um material right right <laughs> there's people who have do not have like and they don't even try to have passable material <laughs> and then it floods the gates and the airwaves right and then you got to be sifted through all these different people so if you won't if you if you don't have um a strong backing or if you don't have if you got to work harder to get to where someone already is you're going to work even more harder because there's a whole bunch of other people who got trash that just piled up and junked and stuff thrown in with your stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's where, that's where it's a double-edged sword. Um, anyone could get on there, but anyone can get on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really good point. How do you energize the audience uh, when you're performing at the shows? I show up. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. 
No pun intended. No. Um, no, it oh, really this has entered the building. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's honestly when I say I show up uh, to be a little more detailed, I'm not I'm not just going to pull up on the stage and look at people. No, like I'm there. I'm on a mission. Like I showed up, bro. I'm awake and you're yeah. about to be woke too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I have fun. I, I engage with the crowd. I make sure, um, everybody knows we're here together to vibe or party, whatever the scene is, whatever we're trying to uh, make happen, because I've been in, um, more acoustic type situations too, you know, so you ain't trying to necessarily like party, right? Uh, you're trying to have a more, you know, internal kickback vibe type deal. So you wouldn't go ham you know going all over the stage you right know? you're changing your vibe depending on your audience yeah exactly that makes exactly, sense yeah uh what skills do you think are most useful in the music industry <laughs> um honestly it's it's a very delicate a very intricate skill it's basically being able to stay steadfast and very clear concrete concise uh thoughts and interactions as you communicate and traverse um without being um overly or underly sensitive and uh rude unintentionally rude you know what i mean um because you can easily be taken advantage of or even kicked or barred from opportunities you are unaware may have been possible until you've crossed the wrong person in the wrong way without ever knowing. Uh, so it's like, it's like you got to walk on eggshells, but not be afraid to walk on them. <laughs> like, like have a tough skin, be able to take constructive criticism, but you know, not yeah. let it be so, um, not, not let it be so negative that you let it defeat yourself. Is that Correct. Dude, that's actually well said. Um, I told an artist recently that he, he had good vibe. He has good vibes and stuff. And I was like, dude, just make sure this one thing happen, doesn't happen in the industry as you're growing. Do not let it change you for who you are. Like, be you no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, because there will be situations where you're like, are you serious? Like, do I need to be like that now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, stay being you, stay being you. It pays out in the end, even all the losses and stuff that I take, it pays out in the end because there people aren't just watching um, what you're doing. They're also watching how you're doing it. They're also watching how you respond to even failure or negativity or the downside of the industry you know they're watching all of this um and they're gauging who you are not only as a person but as um a voice in the industry and do you really matter you know what i mean and at the end of the day the only thing that is important to me is making sure whatever i put out there in the world it is exactly what my kids and my wife knows before too you know what i mean Oh man, that's beautiful. I, I absolutely love that. 
Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Who has been your favorite artist to work with as far as like collaborative experiences and why? Okay. I've got to do this. I got to do this. Josie 805. Shout I out. that boy. Yeah. <laughs> Josie 805, man. He started, he, I started a little bit at him, but I'm going to say we start, he started with me together, bro. Um, dude, he's been, he's been through it all with me, bro. Uh, we've even had our own little tips, our own little arguments, you know, um, he's been there, dude. And he's, he's not just, an artist I work with either. So he's like my bro, like he is my bro, like my friend, my brother, my like uh, comrade in arms, bro. Like, Fuck yeah. He's, that's yeah, great. dude. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, dude. We got a lot of song, we got a lot of stuff we've done together. We even did a music video at uh, Skating Plus um, together. Um, and so, yeah, man, we've been making moves, bro. And it, it it's pretty cool because like his name is actually, it's really starting to pop and stuff like people are really starting to hear more about them. And, um, and, uh, I got to see that, uh, randomly on this one, um, um, story feed that I came across of a dude I didn't even know about existed. And it's like 2022 805 artists to watch out for, uh, 108805 and Josie 805 is on there. And I'm like, Hey, and oh, this guy, Jay yes. <laughs> but oh, it's so rad. It's yeah, dude, it is. It's cool. So, um, he, he, me, and him, like, we have different um, things we're pursuing too, in a way. So, like me, I promote shows and stuff because I'm really big about getting the indie scene out there and popping, and you know, I like making these shows happen. You know. Um, because I was like, how do I get on stage? How do I perform, blah, blah, blah. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get myself on stage. How about that? Like, I'm gonna just do my own show. Like, and uh, it just started working, you know? Like, it started falling into place and stuff. Um, but Josie, he really wants to be like Mr. Worldwide. Like, so, and he's got it, dude. He's got it. Like, he can come up with some, some sick hooks out of nowhere, bro. He he knows what it is like the sound like it's it's hard to explain but he has this knack to have like this like he can instantly find the sound that he knows is going to hit you know what i mean uh and or the way the words flow like he's he's dope he's so dope. He's dope. <laughs> i i take it that you're aware of the ventura tide pod yeah they're yeah. like a sister yeah. podcast to us here at the 805 uncensored yeah, yeah. So you should tell him to go on their podcast, hang out in the studio with them, because dude, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get us on there. Uh, Grigsby and Restricted. Uh, Grigsby said, I'm, "I'm, I'm gonna tell him to get you on ASAP." I want to go too. I, I would love to be in there with you guys. Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah, bro! I, um, I love restricted. going in there. It's, it's a blast. Dude, it looks like it. I've been wanting to go on there for a minute. Bailey Jordan, um, I seen him. Uh, I came across his name because of uh, stuff, and he's gonna be performing also. Like, so that's why I'm like, I really want to be in there too, man. And, and and this is the thing, right? So for some odd reason, um, I'm like, 
I'm in the shadows still, weirdly. Like, it's like I'm in the shadows, but I'm not because I'm making moves. But yeah. it's like I'm kind of in the shadow. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but I know, dude, like, right away, I you're have get big. a personality get big. that's contagious. Huh? You're, I say you're going to get big. Yeah, thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's And that's the thing. Like, as soon as I click, bro, like, as soon as I meet, in per it's like game over. Like, every time I, I, I win over whatever and it's not like i'm trying to it's just that's who i am like i'm a very very uh forward pushing individual you know yeah right so speaking of like business and moving forward and all that can you talk about how capitalism suppresses musicians and how has it impacted you personally all right yes <laughs> okay so <laughs> Now, when we was talking about barriers of entry, <laughs> access is easy. <laughs> yes, barrier of entry. I love how you start that. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, bro. But everybody wants money, <laughs> and it Yo. never changes. Right. Everybody wants money. The worst part about it is, like, now that we have these platforms where anyone can jump on it, well, to get on those platforms, you've got to pay. And it's not one person, not two people. It's a whole industry you got to pay. <laughs> and it's it could be easy, yes. It could be cheap, yes. But does that mean you're really getting on anywhere? Probably not. Like, um, your, your, your level of, uh, I'll put it to you like this. If I was born with more money, I would be further up faster and that's just the way it is like the regardless of you your talent is what you're saying right like so yeah. if you had another person next to you that had the same level of talent or you were more talented even they would succeed solely because they have more money yeah they have the backing definitely 100 percent um now with that said they probably still got to put the work in right like right. no one can sell a track with no vocals on it mm-hmm like, well, they could sell beats, but <laughs> you ain't getting paid for it. So you, yeah, even with money, you still got to work. So don't get me wrong. You still got to grind. You still got to put the time in. But the thing is, is even that in itself is because you got the money to do it. I can't go and record like seven days a week um, because I don't have the funds to do that. Um now there's homies that I have who know how to mix and master their own stuff and all that, mm -hmm. but they have, they've had an opportunity where someone either invested in them or they were able to invest in themselves because they were able to save that funds to get the software, the tools, you know what I mean? And the time to learn all that, you know, I came into this three years ago as a father and a husband already. So, <laughs> um, my tools, my funds, you know, the situation is entirely different now. Now, if I was single, if I was 19, 20, and I knew for sure this is what I wanted to do, that's the cool thing I can say about this. Um, you may not need as much money as long as you're able to really grind and really get out there. And when I say grind and get out, I'm talking about like really when you're when everyone else is going out partying and stuff. You're going out literally to just meet 
the DJs, to meet the venue owners, to meet other artists, not to go and drink and all this stuff. Yeah, you can be there and you can make it look like, like, oh yeah, I'm getting down, you know, because you do want to be a like you don't want to be that Debbie Downer, you don't want to be the one, you know, in the corner looking awkward, but you don't want to lose sight of what you're doing either. You know, those connections could potentially like I've saved a lot of money just because of the fact that I would go out, get to meet people, get to know people, and I would offer something in return of something, you know what I mean? Whether it be a helping hand on a shoot or whatever, you know? Uh, and now it, I'm at this spot where I host shows and stuff. Some of the artists that um, I'm getting on here, they they actually, like the Heaven artist who um, just did, who won a feature with, um, oh my gosh, I can't brain fart. Tech nine. Um, so and so now she's able to charge when someone wants to do a feature uh, uh, with her or whatever. She's able to charge. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, for that feature. Well, I don't have to pay for it. You know what I mean? She makes her own. She makes the master's own stuff. Uh, she and she's down to work with me, whatever, you know, so I get to build in those aspects. So. What to say is, yeah, it can be. A bit of a headache, but if you come in with something to offer, sometimes it's not even money. Honestly, sometimes it's something else like I can make beats or I can mix and master or I can shoot video or photography or I can get you on a, in a venue. I can get you on a location. Then that will speak for whatever um, capital you may not have. So there is a barter system, you know, that you can take advantage of. The thing is, though, is it's only going to work at the level that you're at. So you if you're trying to raise it. Well, first, you got to work this level enough to where someone that's pooled in this area has connections that are a tier higher or whatever, and they feel comfortable. They feel like, oh, yeah, I want to introduce you. I want to get you involved, yada, yada. But it's still a grinding situation you got to keep moving. You know what I mean? You can't stop. You can't just stay where you're at. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like just what you're talking about is basic networking as an artist, like similarly to how I hear uh, comedians when they're, when they're rising up, like I was reading about Pete Davidson. So he's one of the youngest comedians out there, right? Like he's like 28 and a a lot of, a lot of comedians that are well-known are much older than him, like in their forties or in their fifties or whatever. So what he would do is he he would perform and then he would just hang out at comedy clubs hours afterwards. You know, he's not getting drunk. He's not he's not he's not messing around partying or doing any of that. He's making connections with other comedians and that's how he exactly. builds himself up. And that's that's exactly what you're talking about. Yep. And there is like I had to do some pay to play shows. Right. Um, and that's how I started get connecting with some of these people. So you will eventually or may most likely eventually, you know, fork over some funds anywhere from 20 bucks to 500 bucks, depending on what you're doing, how you're doing, whatever. But if you're going to, this is the best thing I could ever say to anyone. If you are going to fork 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 over any money to get on to a stage or to collaborate or whatever, then make sure 
you are networking the mug out of that situation while you're there because that's what's going to make whatever dollar amount you spend worth it this is actually so perfect that you say that because my last question for you is what advice would you give someone who's just like starting off their career there you go <laughs> <laughs> that's um, definitely also, one of them yeah also uh honestly uh take constructive criticism mm -hmm. be humble be confident you can you can act like you're the ish like in your head like you can think like oh i'm the best yeah yeah in your head and, and keep that but when your mouth opens it should be like stay Yo, home we vibe yeah exactly you know um because like i said man it's crazy bro like i i have i have a list of barred people or barred entities like you know people i will not have on my shows um moving forward for whatever reason even i have that list you know what i mean mm -hmm. um and it can be anything that can end up getting you on that list and when you get on that list you don't even know so how do you stay off the list so just be just be cool you know like just be honest <laughs> be real. Too. just be cool <laughs> <laughs> just be honest be real you know what i mean like you don't have to you don't have to sugarcoat stuff and you don't yeah. have people talk about how i'm such a straightforward person all the time but i'm not a douche you know what i mean i'm not yeah I'm yeah, not, yeah you know well because that's the line sorry go ahead yeah no, you're good. You're good. I was just saying, like, that's the line between constructive criticism and bullying. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And dude, if you, if another thing too, if you are um, good at something like mixing, mastering, right? If you are good at that, find out how to utilize, how to capitalize on that, maximize. If you're, if like me, I'm good at um, networking and getting, you know locations and stuff i max i'm maximizing on that you know what i mean like i'm working on uh using that to help build my career you know and that's going eventually it's going to uh you know reach further bigger stages bigger names because it's just it creates waves so how can people get in touch with you where can people find your music and all that and do you have any upcoming projects shows etc yeah yeah um at J Legacy Official, at J L G C Y Official. That's yeah. on Instagram. Um, and then I have my own YouTube channel also. I, I have music on all platforms. If you just search J L G C Y, J Legacy, J L G C Y on all, dude, you can Google that. I'm Google verified, homie. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's all you got to type in, man, and you'll find me anywhere, everywhere. Jay Legacy, and then shout out to Ventura Tide Pod. Shout out to 805 Ventura County. Yeah, Josie 805. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say, that, say that again one more time. Josie 805. Oh, and we have, oh, dude, man, y'all gonna miss it already, but I still got to. Hoagie Bum Nasty is another cat that's okay. a part of the aristocracy family, bro. And this new track we coming out with is gonna be hard. Dude, did you listen to it? I have not yet. 
Oh man, bro. Man, you definitely should, bro. It's gonna be dope. We're gonna perform that live too. Um, but yeah, bro. Uh the October, we got something cooking up. Um, we're looking at bringing some Texas names out this way uh and doing some some kind of like a tour in the ventura uh county area uh we still got a lot um locations and dates but it's it's going to be coming in fast so um be ready for that and then november is my birthday month bro so i'm telling y'all now skating plus is going to be popping man it's going to be popping so be ready for that too um and then yeah uh we just gotta keep grinding keep working man good stuff man that was jay legacy 805 uncensored episode number 65 as always please be sure to follow the 805 uncensored on our social media channels we're on instagram at 805 uncensored pod and twitter at 805 uncensored also if you have any guest ideas um, episode suggestions etc you can go ahead and shoot us an email at 805uncensored at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and have a great night, morning, evening, wherever you're listening in the world, and stay safe out there.